Hey, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about how your weak passwords can get approved even when they shouldn't, why Saturn's rings might not be as old as we thought, and how much time you should spend with someone to know if you really enjoy their company. Let's satisfy some curiosity. If you think websites are helping you come up with more secure passwords, then you might want to think again. You know those password security meters that show how strong your new password is? Yeah, they've been lying to us. Well, some of them, anyway. Ashley, this is how I was able to crack your password, password123. Dang it. Yeah, might want to change that. So for a little context, according to cybersecurity software company Splash Data, the worst passwords of 2019 are ABC123, all lowercase, literally the top row of your keyboard, Q-W-E-R-T-Y-U-I-O-P, and I love you, all lowercase, no spaces. Oh boy. But if you try to use one of those horrible passwords on some popular websites, they'll probably get through. A recent study by the University of Plymouth took a look at the effectiveness of 16 common password meters. They mainly focused on password meter websites, but they also tested common websites like Dropbox and Reddit, and some that are built into our devices. The good news? Some meters did pass the test. They did their job and can be trusted to direct us toward more secure passwords that'll keep our information safe. But most password meters didn't work at all, and their results were really inconsistent. Like an objectively horrible password, password1 with an exclamation point, performed way better than it should have in the tests, and three of the meters even rated it as strong. Most bad passwords like this made it through the meters. That means we can't actually trust these password meters. When they tell us a password is good, it's probably pretty crackable. And according to the 2019 Verizon Data Breach Investigations Report, 80% of hacking-related security breaches involved compromised or weak passwords. So how do you find a good password you can trust? It's actually pretty simple. Research shows that long passwords are much better than short ones. Phrases are best. And don't worry about making it complicated. Those rules about capital letters, numbers, and symbols don't really make a difference. So just make it long and easy for you to remember. A full sentence is good. And if those outdated meters force you to add numbers and symbols and capitals, just add those into the sentence too. Or use a password manager or browser tool that will create different, long passwords for each of your accounts. According to the most recent study, many password generators and web browsers and password managers actually do make good passwords. Plus, having a new password for each account will make everything safer. Then, even if one account gets hacked, the rest of them will be safe. Easy. You use a password manager, right? Nope. What? I should. Oh, I didn't know that about you. I <laughs> yeah, use one. That's good for you. Something that's really helpful is I'll put a calendar notification for myself every three to six months to change all my passwords. And when you have a password manager, it's super easy. You just go down the list. Wow, you're hardcore. Yeah. That's smart. Earth was a very different place 100 million years ago. Dinosaurs were still roaming most of the planet, and our ancestors looked more like rodents than humans. And according to recent research, the solar system was also missing one of its most iconic features. Saturn didn't have rings. The first human to see Saturn's rings was Galileo, who mistakenly thought they were large moons. Now, nearly 400 years since their discovery, Saturn's rings are once again sparking debate in the international scientific community. Until recently, most planetary scientists thought Saturn's rings were as old as the solar system itself. That's four and a half billion years. 
That estimate was based on observations from telescopes and data from the space probes Pioneer 11 and Voyager. But some researchers are rethinking that number thanks to new data from the Cassini spacecraft, a NASA probe that orbited Saturn from 2004 to 2017. Cassini made headlines in September 2017 when its mission ended in a grand collision with Saturn. On its way down, Cassini passed through gaps in Saturn's rings and collected important information about their chemistry and geometry. In November 2019, a group of scientists published a study using some of this new information that suggested that Saturn's rings aren't nearly as old as the solar system. The researchers think they actually formed between 10 million and 100 million years ago. If those scientists are right, Saturn's rings are younger than the dinosaurs. These new results are exciting, but not every astronomer is on board with the new calculations. Ryuki Hyodo, a planetary scientist at the Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency, told Quanta that he doesn't think the new research takes into account everything astronomers have learned about Saturn, the rings, and the processes that led to their formation. He said, quote, The rings look young, but that doesn't mean the rings are really young, end quote. One thing most astronomers do agree on is that the rings won't be around forever. Evidence suggests that the rings are slowly losing their mass. Within about 100 million years, Saturn's rings will vanish once again. Then Saturn will be lame. No! It has hexagonal storms. But it's the coolest thing. You don't look at Saturn and you think, oh man, what a cool planet with hexagonal (laughs) storms. once its rings go away, then you'll be able to see all of its other wonderful details. Can't wait. (laughs) Today's episode is sponsored by Skillshare. Make 2020 a year where you explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with Skillshare's online classes. What you find just might surprise and inspire you. My New Year's resolution last year was to start budgeting my money, but that's just one tiny step in getting my finances in order. That's why I was drawn to the Skillshare class Modern Money Habits, Five Steps to Build the Life You Want. It's taught by a former Goldman Sachs finance pro turned freelance photographer, so he has both the professional expertise and the understanding that we don't all have the security of a regular paycheck. It's designed to help you make small spending changes and build effective strategies that can help you create the life you want. Skillshare is a proud sponsor of Curiosity Daily, and with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. And you can explore your creativity at Skillshare.com curiosity and get two free months of premium membership. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com curiosity. One more time, that's Skillshare.com curiosity. How much time do you have to spend with a person to know if you really like to be around them? Ashley? I'm terrible about this, and I judge people too harshly the first time. Actually, one of my best friends from college, Andy, was in marching band, and I could not stand him the first, like, three weeks. Yeah, most of my best friends I judged very negatively the first time I met them. Yeah. And yes, judging people too harshly or too quickly may be part of why it's hard to make friends in adulthood. If you've ever written somebody off because your first time hanging out with them wasn't a barrel of laughs, then you might want to reconsider, because your first impressions are probably not as reliable as you think. According to a handy rule of thumb known as the three-encounter rule, it may take at least three encounters to know if you really like hanging out with someone. And sure, love at first sight might exist, but for most of us, finding someone we'd like to spend time with is more often a slow burn kind of a situation. That's why the bloggers behind the lifestyle website The Art of Manliness came up with the three-encounter rule. 
Basically, your first Tinder date might be a little lackluster, but that could just be because they're nervous or uncomfortable. Because, well, they're on a first date. Same goes with a platonic encounter, though. You're not always going to catch someone in their best light the first time. Even though it can feel hard to muster up the energy to hang out again, you should probably do it. Unless something goes really wrong or you have serious compatibility issues, the second date will likely be a little better than the first. And the third date is where you'll really be able to judge whether you get along or not. And this isn't just some blog saying this. It's backed up by science. For a 2014 study, psychologists at the University of Texas at Austin conducted three experiments that found that when people meet others for the first time, most come to the same conclusions about who's desirable and who isn't. But over time, as the folks got to know each other, the researchers found almost zero consensus on who was cool and who wasn't. What people learned about each other transformed how they felt about each other. One person might rate another highly in desirable friendship qualities, while another ranked the same person as low in those same qualities. So you can't know if you like someone until you, well, know someone. The three-encounter rule is real, and you should give it a try. All right, well, let's do a quick recap. It turns out that while some password meters will tell you if your password is strong or not, other ones aren't so accurate. And so instead, you should use a password manager or a browser tool that'll give you a strong, unique password for every website. Yes, a password like Saturn's rings aren't as old as we thought they were. That would be a very good password. That would be a very good password. And it's cool to think about being a dinosaur roaming the earth when the rings formed. Like you're looking up, you're like, I don't see any rings. Then you look up again and you're like, Oh, there's rings. That'd be weird. So it's cool that dinosaurs are older than Saturn's rings. But did you know that sharks are even older than that? Aren't sharks older than like everything? They've been around for like 450 million years. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. And we found out that you really should hang out with that lackluster new friend a couple more times just to make sure. And you might find that you actually get along really well because the three encounter rule says that it takes three encounters on average to really judge whether you like someone. Right, so if this is the first time you've listened to Curiosity Daily, please listen to two more episodes before deciding whether you... <laughs> That's actually a really good point. I think I need to do that with more podcasts. There you go. Today's stories were written by Kelsey Donk and Grant Curran and edited by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Today's episode was scripted, produced, and edited by Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.